Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. I am your host, Nicole DeVincentis, a.k.a. FigureChick911. Today, we're going to take a little different spin. We're going to put a little bit of fusion of some Monday motivation along with some Learn While You Burn podcast to bring you some motivation, only the difference here, the difference with our motivational podcast is that we have a very specific goal, and that is to shorten the time between idea inception and execution and get you steamrolling on a path where you can gain some traction and get results. Our goal is not to get you all jacked up and fill you up with all this motivation and then as soon as the podcast is over, you take no action. We are very action-oriented. And today's topic, we're actually talking about something called cement shoes. And before we head into that directive, the one, it's a leadership concept that we're going to be bringing into the light. It's a concept that was taught to me by the great John Maxwell. If you've never read any of his books, I highly encourage you to do so. He has been one of the fundamental teachers and mentors to the development of this academy. And he speaks worldwide on leadership concepts and actually one of the first laws of leadership in his book the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership he talks about something called the law of the lid and basically what that means is you are always in your own way and your ability to grow and develop in any direction horizontally or vertically in any area of your life you're always going to be your own stopping factor and anybody that you are in charge of Anybody that you are supposed to be leading, your family, your team, your community, they will never be able to exceed your growth level as the leader because you are the lid. Does that make sense? So you can read more about that for further enrichment, but what today we're gonna be talking about is a directive that comes from me, and it's this. It's pretty much a straight talk. It's take your freaking cement shoes off. This has to do with the level of commitment that you are willing to make when it comes to making change and pursuing a goal. And I don't care what area this is. Is this permanent lifestyle change that we're talking about with your health and fitness? Is this permanent mindset shift and how you decide to show up in your relationships? Is this permanent mindset shifts in your position between victim and victor? Is this how you handle your finances? How you decide to change the trajectory of your family? Anything and everything from every walk of life falls underneath this premise and it has to do with your level of commitment, your willingness to put yourself all out there to look stupid for a period of time until you master your craft and achieve your actual goal. And it starts with taking your freaking cement shoes off. Every single person on the planet at one point or another has had some fear, some trepidation before committing full-blown to any sort of a goal. But I'll tell you that the reality is this. You're only fearful. You're only timid because you're still sitting on the fence. There's no fear once the decision comes. Once you decide and once you commit, you have all of your power channeled into that thing, but it's only weak and it's only eating away at you because you haven't fully committed to it. Whatever that thing is, to move forward with this relationship or to cut it off, 
to put all of my energy into building this business or going back and getting a job, to making sure that I get my meals, to making sure that I show up for all of my training, not just so that I could have a particular body, but so I can have that permanent lifestyle change between being average and being athletic or between average and awesome and being healthy and starting a new plan for your family, whatever the case may be. But it comes back to your level of commitment. Cement shoes get the visual inside of your head, all right? Cement shoes are going to keep you stuck. Cement shoes are going to keep you on the shore. Cement shoes, once you do plop yourself into the water, are going to pull you to the ground they're going to freaking sink you and you're going to freaking die in there. So you have to take the cement, it's such a visual, right? You have to take the cement shoes off. Now there's two examples that I want to show you about with this and just demonstrate for you that no matter what walk of life you come from, change, embracing your goal and kicking it in the ass is 100% possible. And it all starts with you and the mindset that you choose to use. All right. The first example, that I want to give to you is something that we see in everyday ordinary people. It affects people from all socioeconomic levels, all different areas, profoundly in the United States, and that's somebody who receives a terrible diagnosis. The big kahuna, the big C, okay? The cancer diagnosis, all right? But if you think about those individuals who kick cancer's ass, who put up a fight, who come back in triumph, they end up building this big, beautiful life and they have this whole entire story to tell. What's the difference between them and people who don't do anything? It's their mindset. The fear always is there. They find out, they're fearful. Why am I having these headaches? Why am I feeling like crap? Why is this happening to me? Now they have the diagnosis. The fear comes before the diagnosis, but then more so before the decision. Before the decision to look that doctor in the eye and say, okay doc, yeah, I'm scared shitless. What's the plan of attack here? How do we move from here, I'm feeling like shit, to kicking this thing's ass? What do we have to do? I'm willing to commit my entire being to this. Yeah, I'll take the chemo. Yeah, I'll take the radiation. Yeah, I'll do the surgery. Yeah, I'm going to do my part too, though. I'm going to eat well. I'm going to do yoga. I'm going to surround myself with positive people train myself so that I will be able to kick this thing's ass, not only just today, but every day and, and move forward and impact somebody else's life and show them that they can do it too. Do you see the power in that decision? It's moving from victim to victor. Every single person has that gift in it. It's your decision on whether or not you're willing to leave the cement shoes behind you, jump in the water, full blown, give it everything you've got, commit every ounce of your being to this thing and dominate that space, even in the face of a lethal diagnosis. The second, second example I wanna give you is a different one. It's a different spin on it, but showing you that normal everyday human beings who started out as babies, no different than you or me, people who face tremendous perilous and dangerous situations and voluntarily, voluntarily combat it. 
And I'm talking right now actually about first responders, specifically individuals in the fire service. Now, I will be the first to admit that I think that they're a bunch of crazy bastards and crazy bastardettes for wanting to go into a fire while everybody else is running out. So aside from the fact that maybe there's a little bit of a skew in like their operating system, let's face it. Fire can be scary, all right? But they learn how to command their emotions so that while everybody is running out, they are running in. When you look at the individuals from 9-11, they knew, those people knew when they were running in there, there was a very high likelihood that they were not coming out. But why? What did they do? They committed. It was an oath that they took to serve, protect, rescue, all of that, and they committed their very being to going in there. Now let's take it down just a notch from 9-11. Let's talk about what happens on the scene of a regular fire. What happens? Those people go in there, but they also integrate tactics and strategies to control any additional level of hazard that's going to take the situation from bad to worse. And one of those things is that they get in there and they shut the door behind them. All right? This is exactly how goal setting is done. Whether you're choosing your position from victim to victor or how you're choosing to execute execute on your goal. And that is to commit and shut the damn door behind you. When you shut the door behind you in a fire, what happens is it keeps the oxygen from coming in there and refueling the goal and burning your ass from behind, basically. Okay, more to that, but that's just the basic overview, just for analogy. But when it comes to your goals, committing and shutting the door behind you makes retreat a non-option. It makes forward the only option. Do you see the difference there? The difference between victim and victor, the difference between I'm here, I'm committing full throttle, and I'm moving forward. No matter how big, how bad the situation may be right now, everything is in front of me and I am in command on how I'm gonna attack this thing. You are always in the driver's seat. The problem is that you think that you don't have any choices. You don't have a choice as to whether or not you can eat healthy when you're around your family. You think you don't have a choice when you go on vacation whether or not you can work out. You think you don't have a choice when people are doing something wrong to speak up and make sure that the right thing is done. You think you don't have a choice. You always have a choice to move to the next station, but it's going to require you to take your cement shoes off, stop dragging your heels jump in the water full throttle and give it all you got here's what you need to know there's something which is called the success triangle and this was actually shared with me by one of my coaches several years back and it, it breaks the American population down into two sectors so picture a triangle if you would and if you would across the very tippy top of the triangle we're just gonna make you know horizontal line from right to left to denote percent of the population Underneath the line, it's about 87% of the population. Above the line, let's call that 13% of the population. So you got the visual in your head. You got the majority of the population, 87%, and everybody else above who's 13%. Now this is what you need to know. When it comes to how people set their goals, the 87%, the majority of the population, these are the negative Nellies, the, the no-sayers, you tell like Dr. No, you tell them you're going to do something, they automatically tell you no, you can't do it, you won't do it. It's those people 
and the people who sit on the middle of the, of the road, unsure and unwilling to commit. The 87% have to have something first before they're willing to commit. They have to have certain amount of money. They have to have time in their day. They have to have all the stars lined up in Jupiter in their rising house before they're willing to make a commitment. They have to have something and create it first before they're willing to commit. But if you would, draw your attention up to the top of your triangle. You've got that 13%. That 13% reflects the 13% of the population who are the highest achievers in any area, in any industry, whether we're talking about finance, we're talking about athletics, we're talking about entrepreneurship, we're talking about you know, practitioner of any given craft, the 13%, the people who make it and excel and go eons behind beyond everybody else, the difference in how they set their goals is that they commit first and create second. Do you hear the difference? They commit first and they create second. That means they do not have a how-to plan before they commit to doing the thing. Do you see the power in the decision right there? Think about it this way. When you wake up in the morning, you've already been part of the 13%. Hopefully you brush your teeth, okay? You committed to brushing your teeth. You didn't necessarily have to have all of the time in the day. You committed to it because now when you go out in your job and you talk to people, you can't be killing people with death breath, right? It sounds like a ridiculous example, but it's 100% true that you committed before you, perhaps you had the necessarily the time to actually do it, all right? Loose example, but you apply it to your own particular situation. So you decide where it is that you want to be. Do you want to be in that 13% or do you want to maintain yourself underneath the line, the low level, the 87% of the people who refuse to commit, they're committed to actually being disappointed, stuck, spinning their wheels and never moving to the next level. Think about how degrading that feels. Think about how disappointing that feels when you are not gaining any traction. You're not making any progress, yet you're watching everybody around you. The difference is how the people who are making progress actually think. They are 100% committed to moving the ship forward. It comes back to your decision on whether or not you choose to take your damn cement shoes off and move forward. So as we wrap up this call, I'm gonna leave you with a thought. Ask yourself right now, what is the area that you refuse to take your, your cement shoes off in? That if you did, you jumped into the water with both feet, and I'm not pointing out reckless or advocating reckless behavior, all right? We have responsible people on this podcast, and you know the difference between spontaneity and courage and reckless behavior, all right? If you don't, you have other problems, get yourself some education and then come back and visit us here, all right? We'll be here when you come back. But for the rest of you who have a sense of responsibility and are ready to move and have been holding yourself back, I'm gonna ask you, what is that area of your life that if you were to go in full throttle, 
it would literally transform your life. What area is that? Or maybe not your life, maybe it's your family's life. Maybe it's your community's life. It's the team that you're leading, the organization that you're a part of. Every person is somehow a role model or a mentor or a leader for somebody else. And leadership always starts with you. Circling back to John Maxwell, John always talks about how leadership is influence, and I do agree. However, leadership begins with yourself, your ability to govern yourself, self-governance. The difference between leaders who not only have influence and acquire influence in the beginning and everybody else, the great leaders who stand throughout history is the great leaders who stand throughout history not only acquire the people to follow them, but they're able to maintain it. Kind of like in business, there's business acquisition and then there's like maintenance. There's relationship acquisition and then there's maintenance, right? Any type of goal has that truly great leaders marry their walk and their talk. The integrity is sound. Whatever they say is what their actions show. And that's what separates the good from the great. And it all starts with you and your level of integrity. Anytime you feel weak, you automatically go back and you have to check your level of integrity and it usually will show you where are you failing to show up full throttle. So as we move forward and we get ready to close out this podcast for the week, I'm going to invite you to write that shit down. What is that area? What's the area that if you were to take your cement shoes off right now and give 100% of yourself from now until the end of not just this month, not just the end of this quarter, but until the end of this year, And maybe next year, maybe for the next 10 years, I don't know what your goal is. What area would you honest to God see major transformation in your life? And let's get to working on that. Hold yourself accountable. Take your damn cement shoes off. You're going to have to. You're going to have to so that you can jump off of the shore and you're going to have to keep them off so that you don't sink to the bottom. You can 100% do this. All right. So our closeout as we leave every single one of these podcasts is hustle while they party, grind while they sleep. Success requires no explanation. Put your nose to the grindstone and get shit done. Make it a powerful week. We'll catch you on our next call.